This is a Will and Woody podcast mini. But when you're in a rush. Woods, I am just so excited about the bloke that we have got with us right now. Picture this. A cave diving anaesthetist is tasked with saving 12 soccer players and their coach stranded in a cave underwater hundreds of metres below sea level. It sounds like a movie. And it will be a movie soon. But let's not forget, it really happened. Welcome to the show, the only guy you'll ever need if you're in a tight spot, stuck with 12 of your mates, and you're underwater. It's Dr Richard Harris. Yes, mates. Welcome, Dr Richard Harris. Well, Harry, I know that's how you prefer to be called, mate. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, it's nice to be on. That lady sounded a bit excited. <laughs> yeah, she's pumped. We're all pumped. We're all because we're all we're all been talking about this doco on Disney. Which, if you haven't seen it, the rescue on Disney, just go and watch it. Honestly, it'll be the best thing you watch in such a long time. Because at the end of the day, it is an, a, a, a beautiful outcome. We know that. For anybody that hasn't seen the doco, I'm going to play a little bit of audio here. Can you just have a listen to the audio, and then if you can for me, just sum up just how dicey the situation actually was. It was instantaneous, a pungent smell. We both assumed we were smelling decomposing bodies and then suddenly I saw a light flash. How, how many of you? 13, brilliant. On the audio, there's me saying, believe. Believe. That was me trying to tell me this is real. Believe. This is actually happening. You look back at this story and a Hollywood script could not have been written to play out the drama any any better. You know, every twist mm. and turn, you know, literally and metaphorically in the cave um, was designed for tension and, and drama. And, mm. um, you know, and that's exactly what it was like as it unfolded each day. No one knew or had any hope really about how to, to get these children out of the cave and, and finding... The boys, as you just heard in that audio with John Valanthan speaking there, you know, that was only, well, it was less than half the, the problem solved. Yeah, we that's we right. assumed they were going to find bodies, but mm. when they found those boys mm. alive, everyone just went, well, what, what now? How mm. on earth do we get mm. them out? The funny thing is that, as, as, as he said at the end of that audio there, he, he, he leaves and he's like, well, that might be the last time I've seen them because I'm not going to be able to get them out of here. Then mm. the only other person on the planet he knows who <laughs> is an anaesthetist. You have, you have a select set of skills. I'm not sure if you've seen the movie Taken, but you're a little bit like Liam Neeson in that one. <laughs> so he contacts you and says, and this is a brilliant part of the doco, and he says, theoretically, how would I go if I wanted to anaesthetise a child and then drag them underwater for kilometres? So my yeah. response to that was just forget about it. You know, this is the most crazy plan you've yeah. ever come up with and there's no way in this world that I would embark on that. Yes. But I will come over and, you know, come and look after the boys a bit while you come up with a better idea. So so, so how so you've agreed I'll come and look after the boys, but this idea is ridiculous. How did you then take the steps to go, oh, okay, let's do this? It took me a while once I was on site to realise that actually there was no other way um, mm. and even the idea of anaesthetising them, which I still believed would not work. Mm. At the end of the day, it was better than leaving them to perish in the cave, which would yeah. take weeks. You know, They would die of starvation or, or very oh. slowly die from exposure or infection. And you oh. can't walk away from the kids um, to leave them to that fate. So we had to try something. And even if it was equally certain what the outcome would be, yeah. you know, I thought to myself, well, at least it'll be swift and they'll be asleep. And oh, I yeah. know that's a terrible justification Whoa. for a plant, but 
if you're given those two choices, what are you going to do? But, but still, yeah. Harry, how's that for you mentally? I mean, I think a lot of people would have just walked away because they, you know, don't want to be responsible for that decision. I appreciate what you're saying. Like, the other option is they just stay there and perish. But for mm. you mentally, knowing that you're about to embark on a plan which you yourself think, I'm not even sure if this is going to work, and, and there are lives, you know, on your hands in a way that mentally for you, how difficult was that? Well, it was worse than being not sure if it was going to work. I was positive it wouldn't oh, work, being 100% Harry. positive. Um, and it was only after the first day when some of the boys survived that I started to realise that maybe uh, old Rick Stanton was onto something here. But, <laughs> you know, I just I've, I felt that to walk away and leave them to that fate, yep. I wouldn't deal with that as well as perhaps the, yep. the outcome that would try. be put on my shoulders, I guess, as, as the person responsible, but I yeah. couldn't live with myself just to get on get on the, the plane and fly home and leave them. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, we had it's, to try something. It really um, is like that sort of – it's a problem that you only wish on somebody in hypothetical. Do you that, want to save one or, sa- you know, pull the lever, the train goes one way, you save one, or do you want to save 20 sort of thing? And then you, you yeah. having to personally say to yourself, the benefit of saving one of these kids is worth the risk of losing all of them mm. is – Oh, I just, I don't know how you dealt with that, mate. Um, well, it seems worse talking about it, you know, now than it, I think it was at the time because, mm. the, you know, it just seemed black and white to me. There was no, there was there was no, no alternative. alternative but to mm. have it, give it a crack. I actually, I disagree, Harry. Like, yeah. you, you're being modest, mate. I, <laughs> yeah, I just was, think Most people would just the, go, oh, that too hard. There's no way I want to try that. Again, as you're saying, given that you, with all your knowledge... We're 100% this isn't going to work and then to still go through with it. I, I just, mate, I think it is absolutely phenomenal and, mm. and, and a true sign of some real mental strength there. Um, can I ask you, when, when you did put the boys under, they had intramuscular injections in the thigh. So ketamine to put them to sleep and atropine uh, to suppress the saliva production to stop them choking. What was it actually like, if, if you're okay answering this? So the boy is under and then you are effectively dragging someone who is unconscious through a tunnel. We've actually got some audio. We've actually got some audio to illustrate this. Have a listen, mate. Once they were unconscious, it was basically trying to put a mask on a rag doll. I didn't feel comfortable in any way, shape or form about what we were doing. Pushing someone's face underwater who's unconscious uh, and then tying their hands behind their back. I mean, both those things feel very, very wrong. Um, Felt like euthanasia to me. Yeah, can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, I mean, these guys are, you know, um, uh, Rick is a retired fireman. John's got an IT business. Jason's a, a rope rescue uh, worker or rope access worker. You know, there's dive instructors. Uh, Craig's a vet. All these guys are not anaesthetists. So, mm. you know, to teach them and, and ask of them to do this, to take an unconscious boy underwater, zero visibility, all they can do oh. is to touch, feel and hear the boy's breathing and then to re-anaesthetise them, you know, that is asking a lot. It's basically yeah. like asking one of you two guys to do it and do it in an hour from now. Oh, my you know, God. That's the preparation they had. That is totally So they wild. have no experience. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. If I turn the lights out in the studio and asked you to look after this unconscious boy while I duck out down to the cafe for an hour, oh. you know, you'd be pretty toey, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I'd hit my own thigh with the ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you would. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I think it showed enormous courage on the part yeah. of these other divers to do that. Mate, it is honestly one of the greatest stories I think yeah. any of us have in living memory. Yeah. It, it was obviously all over the news. And whilst it was the most 
tragic news at the time, it turned into the best news. If you haven't seen it, Disney Plus, The Rescue, go and watch it yourself. Um, Dr. Richard Harris, it's been a pleasure talking to you, mate. And can I just say, uh, Joel Edgerton, who's going to be playing you in the feature film 13 Lives, which is set for release on April, uh, doesn't hold a candle to you, mate. You are, um, yeah, just, I mean... An epic bloke, I reckon, every, in every proportion. Well, I hope anyway. he's. Uh, I hope he's a better actor than me. So <laughs> that would be a good start. I heard you wanted Brad Pitt, Harry. Um, <laughs> oh well, but they know, said sorry, good. Harry. You look nothing also, like you. <laughs> can, can I also mention the the Netflix uh, production, which is coming out uh, oh, during the year as well? And Roger Corsa is playing me in that. So oh, yeah, you can choose your fa- choose your favourite Harry. Really. <laughs> Gee whiz, Harry. <laughs> it's a shame your wife hasn't got the same choices. Oh, no, she's stuck with the old one, sorry. <laughs> oh, Harry, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Honestly, just congratulations. I know this was a while ago, but for everyone else that's reliving this story, the ins and outs of it, you speak beautifully about the whole thing, mate, and uh, all the best, mate. Hopefully we get a chance to bump into you sometime in the future. That'll be great. Thanks, guys. Hear more of the boys on the Full Show podcast. You know you want to.